From the great state of Texas, you are now listening to Skip the Noise Podcast, a Rounded Edge Media production. Thank you so much for joining us. And by us, it's really not us. It's really just me, your boy Benjamin James. Uh, For this bonus episode, I kind of scratched together with a couple of different pieces. So what you're about to listen to is uh, two parts. There was one, I did a live stream on Podbean where I was able to take uh, a couple of callers. So that ended up uh, being pretty entertaining. Got, got some good info out of that. But what I also did is I put out a call to the Instagram podcasting community uh, that I wanted to hear if somebody had some kind of a paranormal story to share. And uh, Brian from Concerts That Made Us podcast answered the call. And so I did a little interview with him. Uh, he told us about a location in Ireland, his native land and where he lives. That was very, very interesting. So definitely delivered on that, um, but I will, the, the audio on the, the live stream is not the best. I had to trim it a little bit, so just like I said, this isn't a perfect polished episode, but it should be entertaining nonetheless. So I will lead you into the, uh, the live stream portion, and then after the break, we'll get into that interview. So make sure you listen to this whole thing, because uh, the party in the back definitely delivers on this occasion. So. 100 percent uh just wanted to make it up to not make it up to the listener but you know mexican Nostradamus was out we are putting out a show so if you hear this one you'll know that the other one is coming right on the heels with the the trio back again so we're recording later this week so hey two for one you get two episodes this week how about that so anyway i will lead you in to the live stream portion of this episode enjoy earlier feel free to comment as much as you want or call in Uh, since you just joined what I am doing is reading an article right now of something I had no prior knowledge of but Bill Gates apparently is funding a project to dim the Sun in hopes of curtailing uh, global warming so I think this is the end of the let me skip ahead here hold on okay so David Keith wasn't that oh Keith David was the actor right or was it David Keith from Men at Work and anyway a professor of applied physics and public policy at Harvard University recognized the very many real concerns of geoengineering that's kind of my take just off the cuff is that um, I don't know it's tough to mess with stuff like this because it's it's impossible to look at every single factor that could possibly results out of it. But anyway, uh, it is true that no one knows what will happen with until the, and I I think it's calcium carbonate from earlier, CaCO3, is released and then studied afterward. Keith and the fellow Scopex scientists published a paper in 2017 suggesting that the dust may actually replenish the ozone layer by reacting with ozone-destroying molecules. Further research on this and similar methods could lead to reductions in risk solar engineering. What is the source for this article? Thank you for asking. I mentioned it earlier before you got in, but it's from Forbes. And the journalist, I mentioned him too, is Ariel Cohen. I guess he's a freelance. He proclaims to cover energy, security, Europe, Russia, slash Eurasia, and the Middle East. Do you have any thoughts right off the, uh, right off the cuff, uh, entrepreneur, inspiration podcast? 
well, I don't know. We'll see how this goes. Obviously, it's a study, but I don't know. I guess we're at that point where we do have to take uh, take some risks, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I'm definitely not a scientist, but I know global warming is definitely an issue. Who else we got in here? It says we got four, but I don't see nobody. But while I got you here, I'm, what I initially was trying to get is if anybody, and I'll be more than welcome to take somebody calling in, is any kind of story, either unexplained or uh, paranormal, if you will, ghosts, UFOs, anything like that. That's not normally what my podcast, I mean, we get into aliens and shit like that, but so th this is just me uh, coming live, trying to get some material where our show, our Skip the Noise podcast comes out once a week. We won't be able to put it out until late next week. So like I said, I wanted to take a few calls. Do I play chess? Uh, I do not. I'm assuming you do since you asked. And if you do, do you compete? An entrepreneur inspiration podcast, please feel free to call in. I just recently, so I don't compete. Okay. You know, I've heard a lot of good things about chess. I've never had, um, I've never played it. I have, I can't say that I've never played it, but I've never gotten into it. I had a cousin that competed. Now I know it's one of those things. There's almost like a mystical quality to chess. You know, it's kind of like Sun Tzu's the art of war. Like there's all these factors and, uh, Obviously, it's held in very high regard as a, it's almost not even really a game. Uh, I mean, I guess it is because you're competing with somebody else. And, but yeah, so how have you found so far your experiences with chess? Have you, do you think you've learned things? Do you think that you're, is it approving your cognitive abilities? Because that's what I've heard. I've heard that chess can definitely expand your cognitive abilities. I mean, the people that excel at it are damn near geniuses, to my knowledge. Um, so Entrepreneur says, it was first used to map out defense and attack in real war battles. Yes, that makes very much sense. Yeah, I could see how that would be the case. And then, then once you take it a step further, right, it becomes this other thing where it's almost, yeah, chess is pretty interesting. It's almost like philosophical and there's all kinds of shit on shit like you can pile all sort of layers into that uh game uh it has a psycho psycho psychological factor depending on how you view playing a game yeah i could see that too and i could see how your approach to playing the game could be a little bit um you know and you probably have to achieve like the ones that compete at the highest level i would imagine have to be able to achieve a certain hyper-focused mental state to to even uh, you know to even get by. So that's that's interesting. Who do you play with, entrepreneur? Do you just play with friends? Are you part of some organization? Is there any kind of instruction provided, or are you just kind of winging it, like you know the rules and like here, let's go, let's learn as we go? Because it's one of those things where you can only teach somebody so much, too. Uh, so Entrepreneur says, I play for fun and self-development with a couple of friends. Well, that's really cool. What do you do? Do you have like a ritual? Do you 
have music going on? Do you, uh, you know what I mean? Do you drink? Do you do anything else to get hyper-focused? Or is it just, you know, let's sit around and play some matches? I don't know. Maybe I should get into chess. I probably should have got my son involved. Maybe I will. Maybe, entrepreneur, you're inspiring me to start playing chess. Do you play... Um, I'm sure there is, but I'm sure you can play online too. I, I don't know of any apps or wh whatever where you would go to do that. I'm sure it's easy to find. I'm sure there's a lot of them. Just like there's, you know, people get into, addicted to poker websites. There we go. Coming to call in. Hello there. How are you doing? Hello. How are you? Oh, very good. So obviously you have a podcast, the Entrepreneur Inspiration Podcast. What is your name though? What do you go by? What do, what do you want me to call you? My name is Kai. You, yeah, just call me Kai. That's fine. Kai? What's your okay. name? My name is uh, Ben. I, on the show, I go by Benjamin. Okay, Benjamin. Nice to meet you. And that's because I have another co-host that is named Ben as well. So to avoid confusion, that's what I go. So, um, All right. But anyway, so where, where in your podcast. What's that? How long have you been doing your podcast? We started in June of 2020. So we are 40, uh, 41 episodes deep at this point. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. How about you? Thank you. How about you? One hour. Okay. So we're just getting off the <laughs> No, I had another account. I had another account before. Oh, okay. Did you? But, yeah. So I've just made this account an hour ago. Oh, very good. Very good, man. Um, well, good luck with it. I hope uh, hope it goes well. I hear light. I hear a lighter going. Yep, that's promising. Smoke um, it up. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Um, let me ask you this: Where are you from? I, I detect. Uh, I'm from they, originally from the UK, United okay. Kingdom. There you go. That's what I suspected. I could could tell by the accent. From the you know? accent, I could tell. I'm guessing you're American. <laughs> that's very. That's I'm very not accurate. sure which one of the fifty states that you're nope. from. Okay, I'll give you a hint. It's um, it's the but well, not technically the biggest one, but it's kind of in spirit. It's the biggest one. Texas, you know. Texas, there you right? go. Good, good job, job brother. Yeah. yeah, good job. So yeah. Alaska. Bias. I don't know how I got that. <laughs> no, you did good. You got good instincts. I think it's probably from playing chess. I only <laughs> recently started playing chess. <laughs> hey, but it's, it's yeah. you're, you're further. I guess along it's working out well. That's right. You're further along in the chess game than I am. Uh, so that's interesting. How did you decide to start doing that? Literally, I was playing, my friends were playing chess and we was on a call because of the lockdown, we don't meet up anymore. Right. So, okay. so, yeah, so we don't meet up. So we were always on a group call. That's uh -huh. the reason I started a podcast because I thought, okay, we spend our time talking away. Why don't we use it in a productive way and use it as a podcast? Because we yeah. speak all the time on the phone when we are free. Because we're, we're working separate ways. I'm not working a nine-to-five. They both work nine-to-fives. Okay. Our close friends. And I, I'm just doing my own thing at the moment. So we have when we have the free time, we end up speaking on the call. So we decided, let's do a, Well, I decided, let's do a podcast. So the first podcast I had was called Controversial Reality. Uh-huh. That's a good title. I like it. It is a good title, but we never, ever stuck to the topic of the title. So whenever yeah. we was on doing the show, people expected one thing when we wasn't speaking about much controversial things we was more speaking about personal <laughs> gotcha, personal gotcha. yeah 
then then I changed the title to the Daily Bants Podcast, Daily Banter Podcast, and we wasn't speaking daily, and there was no banter in the podcast. So now I've changed it again, <laughs> and I thought, okay, screw these guys. I'm gonna do my own thing and just do what I enjoy doing because it was originally my idea to do a podcast. I kind of persuaded them to get into it. Yeah. So I thought, okay, so let me do my own thing. So I'm just like literally just made this podcast of two things that I'm interested in as being an entrepreneur and being inspirational, I guess. Oh, very good. That's uh, It's good that you went. Well, here's the what I like. So you stuck with it. You wanted to do a podcast. You had a couple of hurdles, right, to, to get the thing going. Yep. And you kept, you kept uh, pursuing it. So, um, yeah, I think that seems promising because the one thing I've learned through the podcasting, uh, you know, being a part of the community now for – Damn, we're coming up on a year, to be honest. A couple months, it'll be a year. So, um, And yeah, we've, we've grown quite a bit. But the one thing I'll say is that the key ingredient to podcasting is just not just staying with it and just keep going, the consistency. Uh, so it's good that you were able to, you know, if you had some partners that weren't quite as committed as you, then probably it's better that you're, you're running a solo show. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you. Yeah. Consistency is key with everything in life. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's about discipline. It's you not, get, I don't, I feel that motivation is bullshit. It's about discipline. Right. Motivation you can be is motivated temporary. for one. Exactly. Yeah. Because what, what consistency does is it keeps providing those opportunities. You know what I mean? The more times you, the exactly. more times you show up, the more times, uh, you know, the more chances are somebody's going to give you five dollars, and that's a stupid like exactly. old But like, if you if you just keep asking for, just to put it in like whatever simple terms, if you ask somebody eight thousand times for for a dollar, you know what I mean? At some point, you're yeah. going to get a dollar. So, at one point, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? yeah. So anyway, if you're not uh, asking, you won't get. If you don't ask, you don't get. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like not not that you're asking, you're but you're showing up to the thing. You keep doing it and repetition, repetition. Plus, you're going to get better and you, it's going to come – it's going to get clear as to what you're actually doing, um, which which is is kind of cool as well. So that's great. Uh, I, I wish you the best of luck in that. So what um, – yeah, I, you know, it's funny you mentioned like COVID, right, like being on lockdown. Yep. So, yeah, just the fact that, you know, communicating via online and Zoom and, and communicating remotely kind of – became more familiar yeah that's what really uh made made it easier for us to start because i'd been planning to do a podcast for years but once we once all that stuff was in place it was kind of like well hell why there's nothing stopping us now we're already used to to doing this so you just figured right. out figured out how to record it and edit and all that and then boom here we go so that's great to hear and i i'm trying to be committed with this podcast I do have other commitments but I, I want to use my free time to do something I enjoy so the the thing that got me into podcast wasn't just listening to Joe Rogan's experience right but when I did is- first listen to Joe Rogan I was consistently listening to him more than I was watching any other YouTube video before I'd watch YouTube videos for to pass time then I realized by listening to Joe Rogan's experience when he's bringing on guests with different perspectives i'm actually gaining knowledge from their life experience from people who have been successful and unsuccessful or have been in the limelight as some may say you can gain a different perspective from my gaining their point of view of their life i can learn from that so i was subconsciously learning whilst just 
what I used to do for social time was just watching videos. I realized, oh, so by doing a podcast or listening to a podcast, I'm actually gaining information and educating myself, which I think is key during a lockdown when colleges and universities and things like that are not open. And the UK is not open at the moment. I'm not sure about right. America. I can't speak for it, everyone. Yeah, it's it's more so. Um, and uh, hey, welcome, uh, Muhammad. He wants to, to jump on real quick. We'll give him Welcome to the minute. show. Yeah, man. Yeah, um, sure. Join. Absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, as far as lockdown goes, yeah, we're not as locked down as, as you all now. I think with the prevalence of the vaccines and a lot of states are just kind of like the one I'm in, Texas, our governor declared that this was several weeks ago, uh, that the mask mandate was no longer effective. So all kinds of things are loosening up. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that happens. But yeah, it sucks. I know yep. you guys are still <laughs> locked down over there. Yep. Okay, so let's bring yep. in, let's bring in Muhammad and see what he's got to say. Uh, Muhammad, welcome. Hey guys, what's up? Hey, how are you doing? Hey, man. What's going Thank on you. with you uh, today? Yeah, doing very well actually. Uh, I just want to say, guys, that uh, I've really get interested when I uh, hear people uh, when they're talking about you know uh, business and entrepreneurs. So yeah. I'd like yeah. to share some ideas with you and discuss a few things. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank Oops. you. Yeah, absolutely. What? Uh... Okay, but I, I just yeah, you know, I just entered the live, so uh, maybe a few minutes and uh, just for knowing what you're talking about, guys. What type You're... of business ideas do you have? Uh, well, uh, I'm actually a, a fan of uh, John Maxwell. Uh, you, okay. you may know him. So uh, I usually listen to entrepreneurs, and uh, I got some ideas. Like I, uh, you know, these ideas of uh, developing ourselves every single day, like uh, waking up uh, very early and valuing people. And maybe it is not so clear now, but uh, I'm just waiting, guys. I'm, I'm waiting you guys to talk about that. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought you. I have some, an opinion, uh, but I'll, I'll let I'll let the host speak. Obviously, it's his show, so I'll let the host yeah, speak first. So I don't want yeah, to be interrupting. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. No, not at all. So anyway, um, yeah. The uh, our typical format on on skip the noise isn't uh, entrepreneurship or anything like that. However, I did bring on uh, the gentleman that you just heard, uh, who who does have an entrepreneur podcast. Really, our, my show is uh, news, politics, and then uh, society, things that's going on, culture. But that doesn't mean that we are not open to talking about entrepreneurship. Uh, the live shows are kind of wherever the wind may blow us. So, um, like I said, when you came on, I, I thought you had some, maybe some, some ideas. But I have my own opinions on entrepreneurship. I do work a regular job where I'm paid for for my time, so I can't say that I'm an entrepreneur. However, uh, I am a, a part of a business owner, which is a media company, which produces this podcast. Um, it's not, great. I, I, yeah, I can't brag and say like, Oh, I'm, I'm pulling in all kinds of money. That's not the case at all. However, um, that is the goal. And, and that's what we aim to do with this podcast. What our goal is, is to break down the, the kind of the echo chamber that exists, particularly in America where it's blue versus red. And if you're not familiar with American politics, the Republicans, versus the Democrats. Democrats. It's a, yeah, it's a two-party thing we've got. We, we know which uh, which side uh, 
uh, he's on. But Kai, I'm sorry, your name slipped my head for just a second. But that's okay, Benjamin. But anyway, yeah, no, there you go. We got it. <laughs> but hey, uh, anyway, so so we open the discussion. One of my co-hosts has liberal views. One of them has conservative views. Uh, I kind of set the table. We bring on guests from time to time, but um, overall, the discussion about issues that are going on in in our society. But that being said, um, Muhammad, do you have a business? Do you own a business? Are you you an entrepreneur in your own right? No, actually, uh, I'm still learning. Uh, I'm still learning. I mean, uh, I started uh, three years ago, and I actually okay. still in in a school, high school, and uh, um. You know, these days I'm I'm planning for a business when I graduated from high school. Oh, we're very good. Um, That's great. Where are you located? The best. Where are you well, located? Well, I well I was I will probably uh, enter the major of programming and technology. I'm really into these things, and uh, I I will uh, study, of course, uh, information technology. Okay. 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 May I may I interrupt may I a interrupt second? Sorry. Okay. Yeah, go for it, sir. So, Mohammed, I would suggest if you like listening to sociology and things of politics, etc., and and also like to enjoy a podcast where you are able to speak about what you enjoy and have as a guest feel respected and be able to share your opinions and views. Me and myself, I'm an entrepreneur podcast. So if you like those type of things, you feel free to follow my podcast. But I wouldn't say um, to completely ignore Skip the Noise because he's allowed me to speak on his platform to speak about this topic. So I respect him there as well. So I would suggest you follow both of us and we can continue a, a thorough discussion on my podcast when I do become live. But I would like to mention just a small thing. So when it comes to business, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, yeah. take it as it is. I'm not a professional. I'm not successful in any way. But I, I feel like the word entrepreneur and knowing about what is going on in society, as they do in Skip the Noise podcast where they speak about society issues and things in politics, I believe both those things become hand in hand. By knowing what is going on in society will benefit you in your business according to what is going on in society and politics. So when the lockdown became a mainstream thing of coronavirus is a pandemic across the whole world. What was the biggest item that was sold? A best business for that time. Well, Face masks and exactly. So yeah. to so what you want to do in your business is more dependent on are you doing it for the financial gains on financial freedoms or are you looking for a business that you personally enjoy doing and something of your own interest? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I'll give you an example. I'll well, give you an example. So, I, I like my friend over here, Benjamin, is working working his job. I respect everyone who works a job. I don't think an entrepreneur is someone who says, "If you're working a nine to five, I don't respect you," because they are still working. Some people still have bills to be paid, even when you are an entrepreneur. You can still work and do it as a side hustle. So. To be an entrepreneur, the main key thing, ingredient, which they don't tell you in YouTube videos or when you watch those motivational videos, etc., they won't tell you. You need to figure out why you want to be an entrepreneur and what that means to you. For example, me, I wanted to make money. 
by making by having that idea of I want to make money as fast as I can, I ended up doing things which hurted other people because my game and my aim was to consistently make as much money as I can. That was my aim. But when I realized by achieving my goals of making the money that I did in the ways that I did, it didn't really feel fulfilling for me as a person until I realized to become an entrepreneur, you need to do something that you enjoy by doing it consistently. You'll eventually achieve and receive opportunities that will allow you to gain more money because by you spending your time doing things that you enjoy, you eventually get so good at it that people will pay you for it. So you need to figure out what exactly that is for you, which is my opinion. And uh, yeah, that's all I have to say. Well, uh, I'm actually uh, interested in ecology because of uh, most of the iconic people like, <clears throat> excuse me, like Elon Musk. Uh, yeah. I'm really uh, into these guys and uh, I follow what they're uh, publishing from time to time. And uh, I just want to start a technology company uh, which creating something uh, new and uh, I, I still in high school I'm still in high school as you know so I don't really have a lot of things to do uh, but studying but uh, I, I was trying to do maybe uh, a few operations learning like learning English I, I actually during the pandemic I started learning this language maybe uh, two years ago I wouldn't speak like this so I, of course, got used to uh, the crisis and uh, I really developed myself during this. So uh, well I like technology. Thank you. Uh, and, and that's what interests me. My, my, my advice, and um, I sorry, this is going to be the last thing that I say, sorry. My advice would be, if you are interested in technology, you need to get into a community. If there's a Facebook group or a group on Reddit or any sort of group or platform where you can interact with other people with the same interests of, that you have in technology that are a little bit more successful, maybe even a little more successful than you are at the moment, and create a relationship with them, help them you need to realize one thing to in order for you to receive good advice and when i say good advice i mean something that will actually benefit you you need to bring value to others so realize what you can do for someone that can teach you or you that can be your mentor in order for you to have them as your mentor and teach you someone um maybe not elon musk or maybe uh, someone within his um company or industry there's someone out there where you need to gain a relationship with that you can provide value to them because if you provide value to someone else then you are valuable once you are valuable you are an asset not a liability and if you're an asset you will continue to achieve more and more so that's all I have to say. So get into them forums, get into the Reddit groups, get into the Facebook groups of people who have technology companies to do things that you enjoy and try to, I wouldn't say replicate, but to learn, even work for free because don't work for the money, work for the experience. Once you get the experience and understand how the system works, then you can use that to your own advantage. But bring value to those who can bring value to you. Because once you do that, that's how you gain. And you're always, like you mentioned before, self-development. Always develop every single day. And as Skip the News, Benjamin, the host of this podcast, mentioned before, the fact that Bill Gates is trying to dim the sun 
by knowing little things like this and figuring out, okay, so how is he trying to do that? Who's working on projects like this? Try to get in touch with people like that, even if you're at the lower level, even if you're working as an apprenticeship, even if you're volunteering just to work for them, that's how you gain in this. Um, depending on what you want to do, you got to go 100 for it. you got to use everything that you have on all of your time into and invest it into what you want to do. By just saying it, it won't work. By doing it, that's how it happens. And you have to be consistent. As Benjamin mentioned before, he was doing this podcast. He's done it for a year. Just being consistent is the key. Absolutely. Hey. Well, that's amazing. Really, thank you. I really I appreciate you those know, words, you're uh, welcome. Kai. And hey, um, I am about to wrap up here. But guys, that was fun. Uh, I'm glad both of you called in. So definitely thank you for for joining the uh, appreciate you Benjamin I'm a fan of you thank you Mr. Benjamin hey yeah well uh both of us you know let's stay in touch uh or all three of us um Muhammad let me let us know your progress and then uh everybody definitely go check out uh entrepreneur inspiration podcast I've got a good feeling there's going to be some good stuff coming out of there so but uh anyway it's been a pleasure guys yeah I'll follow you guys as well and uh, we'll stay in touch. Thank you, thank you, Benjamin. Everyone follow this podcast. Everyone follow it, support it. Yeah, I or just else. did that. No, oh, I appreciate it. Appreciate it, guys. Uh, and y'all have great days. You All too. Right? All right, stay consistent, right? <laughs> All right. Pretty consistent. That's right. <laughs> thank you. Goodbye. I am here with Brian from Concerts That Made Us, which is a podcast dealing with um, bands, anybody in the in the music industry, um, you know, giving giving tribute and and asking those uh, those deeper questions of what it's really like. So, Brian, welcome to uh, the Skip the Noise podcast, man. I really appreciate uh, and uh, I'm grateful we made this work. Thanks for having me. I'm I'm really glad to be here. Absolutely, man. So, uh, real quick, man, before we get into the the real subject matter, we uh, we linked up for what uh, kind of just give a little basic uh, talk about your show a little bit and how you started and 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 what you're going to okay. do. Okay, so uh, my show is concerts that made us. Last year, with the pandemic, obviously there was no live shows or anything like that. Kind of made me think. So every year, I go to loads of concerts, and it kind of made me think. I can't be the only one missing concerts. So start a <laughs> podcast where people talk about their experiences and bring the nostalgia back. If you can't go to one, at least talk about one. So uh, it's kind of after taking off well, everyone seems to be interested. And at first it was uh, it was just podcasters, but then bands and musicians start contacting me wanting to come on the show. So it's kind of actually grown into interviewing bands and it's kind of cool because they're smaller, lesser-known bands, and it's uh, it's great to be able to bring their music to an audience that might not have heard them before, you know? 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, I, I was in it long ago. Uh, I was in a banded as well. And yeah, any opportunity, man, to get people to, uh, you know, to hear or just to know that you exist and to yeah. kind of talk about your music is, is really cool. So yeah, man, that's a really, um, so you started, it was in the, when the pandemic started. So sometime uh, in 2020 is when it kicked off. So I actually, uh, I actually had the idea for it in November. I released my okay. first episode in uh, mid-December and then it was just me talking about my experiences and listening back to it now is kind of cringeworthy. So I kind of <laughs> yeah. cringe whenever I see the numbers for that episode going up. But uh, so then it took a couple of weeks organizing who I was going to get on and I launched the first proper episode then, I think it was the 2nd of January and it's been every week uh -huh. since. Uh, very good. Yeah, that's uh, that's one thing I, I preach is consistency. You know what I mean? Keeping mm -hmm. it going every single week. So, that, yeah, that's awesome. Um, so uh, the the reason we brought uh, Brian on the show today, I put out a call. I was wanting to put on a bonus episode for this week since um, we had uh, just to give you a little background, uh, Brian, we had one of our three people on our show and one of them had a uh, you know, had some family situation we had to deal with. So. I wanted to kind of make it up to the listeners this week and, and do a double episode. So I was thinking, hey, what better way? Let's talk about some some paranormal stuff. So I put out the call on Instagram. Uh, Brian answered the call and said he had a, an interesting story to tell. So Loftus Hall. Um, for Yeah, if you would, just kind of introduce this to the listeners. Give us a little background and what um, the significance of it. Okay, so if uh, your listeners haven't guessed by my accent, I'm Irish. I'm from uh, <laughs> Southern Ireland. A place called Wexford originally, and Wexford is home to Ireland's most haunted house. It's called uh, Loftus Hall, and it's in an area called Hook Peninsula. So it's on the coastline, very kind of looks like something of a horror film now. All rocks, waves crashing up down the road is uh, it's either Europe or the world's oldest lighthouse, but it's a very kind of creepy looking wow. area. Now, Loftus Hall itself is this giant big mansion from i think it's like 700 years old and uh right well the aristocracy used to live there back when uh yeah. the english ruled ireland but uh the story or the legend goes that back in the late 1790s the family that live in that lived there the tottenhams one night there was a storm and they were all sitting around playing cards and there was a knock on the door and uh this handsome stranger was standing there and he asked could he have some shelter from the storm so they were like yeah sure come in sit by the fire warm yourself so he stayed for a couple of days and their young daughter Anne fell in love with him now they were uh they were playing cards again one night and all around the corner all around the around table in the drawing room and uh so they were dealing out the cards the daughter didn't get as many cards as she was supposed to she thought she dropped one, so she bent down to pick it up. She looked at the stranger's feet and noticed that he had a cloven hoof for uh, for feet. So uh, he looked up. She in shock. She looked up. She looked at him, and his eyes turned red. He burst into a ball of flames and straight up through the roof. To this day, the hole is apparently still there. It can't be replaced. Any time they try to fix it, it falls through. Now, afterwards, she was uh, she went a bit crazy. They had to lock her away in the in the tapestry room, and she, I think, she spent the rest of her days just uh, sitting by the window with her knees up by her chest, rocking back and forth. Uh, 
Legend says that when she died, they couldn't straighten out her body. That they had to bury her in the position she was sitting. Uh, oh my god! They got the local the local parish priest down to do an exorcism then, and uh, he couldn't exorcise the room that she was in. And to this day, apparently, she's seen walking around the grounds of uh, of Loftus Hall. But uh, over the years, maybe it's been added to it, or it could be part of the original legend. But it was supposed to actually be the devil that showed up right. that night. Goodness gracious! So you you physically been? Uh, do they do? tour or how what kind of a establishment is it at this point is it uh, open to the public it's actually for sale at the moment if you've got a spare 2.6 million okay maybe i'll uh, I'll dig around in my piggy bank see what i got yeah yeah um it was closed for years i think in the 30s weirdly enough it was a convent and uh there was nuns living there and then i think sometime in the 70s it may have been a hotel and nightclub but then ever since the 80s, it was lying vacant and uh-huh. it was closed right up until I think 2010. Then for the last 10 years, well, nine years, it was running as a tourist attraction. The new owners that okay. bought it kind of opened up as a haunted house, really giving in to the legend. Right, right, right. But uh, my experience was when it was closed, it was around 2006. If you'd like me to start getting into Oh, uh, yeah. Please, yeah, yeah, please do. Please, please, please. Yeah. So uh, me and all my friends growing up had always heard of Loftus Hall. Always were dying to get in there because at this stage it was completely shut. They had big old uh, iron gates that were chained shut. And, you know, young guys are like, hear about a haunted house. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go in there. I bet you mm-hmm. I'd last the night. Stuff like that. <laughs> right. We could never get in there. But when I start driving... We used to, in the middle of the night, we used to go on road trips and I'd say 80% of the time, no matter what direction we took off in, someone would say, hey, let's go to Loftus Hall. Let's check out the haunted house, which usually consisted of us driving down the big long road to it and just sitting outside the gates and staring at it going, what's it like in there? Oh my God. Imagine, imagine <laughs> stories in there. Do you think it's yeah. really haunted? Stuff like that. So uh, one night, me and a very good friend of mine took off, went out there. It was about, I think it was about 2 a.m. when we got there. And we were sitting there for a while. It was kind of a, it was dry, but it was very windy. And uh, we were just chatting, listening to music. Next thing we uh, we kind of noticed this flickering light up in the top windows of the castle. Now, nobody lived there. There wasn't even anyone taking care of, or, of the house. Nobody yeah. lived there, but there wasn't even anyone taking care of it or anything. And it was like, it was actually like a candle flickering in a dark room. Next thing it started moving really fast through all the windows. Now it's not an open plan. There's walls and rooms in between the windows. So right. it was moving through the walls. So we were like, holy shit. And I'm the type of person, I'm weird. I love the feeling of being scared. It uh-huh. kinda, I want more, you know, I'm, I'm very curious. I want to go investigate it. So uh, all of a sudden it got down to the bottom windows and it just disappeared and we're like whoa that was weird maybe there's someone after breaking in there and they're going through there or something we're after spotting it next thing Mm -hmm. appeared out in the grounds now the grounds too are huge there's a big massive driveway up there you can imagine an old 
1700 style house slash castle how big the drive would be up yeah and we start seeing this light moving around the grounds faster than humanly possible like it was like as if it was on a rocket just going back and forth through mm -hmm. the grounds we were looking at this and then it stopped and all of a sudden there was a loud bang on the top of my car on the roof we literally can i oh yeah no you can just you you have the green light 100 percent. yeah we swear a lot on the show <laughs> grand grand we literally shit our pants like we nearly went through the roofs ourselves <laughs> yes so i would too it took about yeah yeah it took about five minutes to actually get the bravery to actually look outside and see what was on the roof we uh we kind of let down the windows and just peeked our head up a bit and this black cat had fucking jumped off of a tree that was over the roof and la or oh. over the car and landed on the roof. And we were like, that has to be like paranormal. Like there's no way at that exact moment that cat would just happen to be there and jump down. So um, we were there anyway. The cat went off and uh, next thing the light came back. Now, I know some of your listeners are probably thinking maybe the light was strapped to the cat. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> <Ryan>. <laughs> the, that's the, almost uh, equally as if that was the case that's almost equally as impressive as something like if somebody had set that shit yeah. up but go ahead i'm sorry yeah yeah exactly so the light was moving around again next thing this like i wouldn't want to say a branch but it wasn't a twig it was a very small branch landed on the bonnet of the car now we were getting more and more worried so um my mate was like uh I think we should go. I think we should go. I think we should go. I was like, no, man, no, let's stay. Let's see what else happens. And he's like, I don't want to be fucking possessed by and Tottenham yeah, here and sure, go nuts. get the fuck <laughs> out of here. So yeah. uh, we ended up taking off, tearing down the road. Now it's a good, it's about an hour's drive from where I live and it's about okay. an hour and a half from where he lived. So I had to drop him home first. Now the trip home start getting very, very odd. It's all old country roads. You could probably mm -hmm. like fit one car on, you know, if someone comes around the corner, you have to nearly go into the ditch. So the trip out there was totally fine. And the trip home, the first bend we got to now we were flying it. We came around and here wasn't there this giant garbage bin in the middle of our side of the road and we had to swerve oh, to miss it. Then the, uh, the next thing we passed was um, a cow just strolling down the road after getting out of a field and just strolling out in the middle of the road. That was the second thing we nearly hit. Yeah. Then we came to this little village and we were both dying for a piss. So I know we shouldn't uh -huh. really do it, but we pulled over and uh, started pissing up against the wall. And the two of us kind of looked up at the same time and there was this sign there. Now, a little background, my friend's name, surname is Ryan. So uh -huh. we looked up at this sign and the sign said Ryan's funeral home. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, we were like, oh, man, yeah. this is really fucking bad. Like someone's really like playing a major trick on us. What's going Holy on? Shit. So if we weren't freaked out already, that really kind of topped it yeah. off. So we hopped oh. back in the car. We made it down to his place. And this was like... I'd say it was about 5 a.m. at this stage and it was in the summer, so it was starting to get bright. So we were sitting there just before he went into his house and uh, the windows start getting fogged up, kind of obviously because we were sitting there talking. 
But we noticed these little squiggles all over the windows on every single window in the car. And it was if like fuck a child here. had been trying to write something <laughs> really squiggly. So we were like, what the fuck is that? Wipe that off. Can you make anything <laughs> out of it? And we we're like, no, no. But it's definitely like someone was trying to write words on it. Yeah. So we tried wipe, wiping it off and it wouldn't come off. It was actually on the outside of the car. Oh, shit. So uh, that was one of the shit. last times we were at the house. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I know a lot of times when uh, you had mentioned it, your buddy was like, hey, fuck, man, I don't want to get possessed by this thing. Or a lot mm. of people, whenever they see they're in somewhere that's, you know, haunted or whatever, it, it, there's this kind of belief that the spirits will follow you back and shit. Yeah. Have you had like since that night has anything weird like happened in your life in other words do you think she uh well um, and tottenham followed you <laughs> followed you home that night i've had a couple of weird experiences i've never uh linked them to loftus hall all right i've had like creaks in the house or doors that close or right. open randomly but i've always put it down to a draft i used to gotcha. have this weird thing now uh i suppose it's like uh partly like sleep paralysis i used to wake up in the middle mm. of the night and see dark shadows dark outlines of people standing around my bed but uh that's that's about it really yeah no, no that is creepy i i know that i've never had that personally but that's that's definitely a real thing so what what i find kind of funny is that it's the daughter that like haunts it like it's not satan no. you know who is actually in the place and <laughs> yeah. burned a hole through the wall but but it's it's her spirit that that makes all the uh all the shenanigans but damn dude that's that's creepy as shit i could see how there's no way that that's coincidence that that mm. uh that fucking cat jumped on the and it had to be a black cat too of course yeah exactly exactly it couldn't have been like a ginger cat or a white no cat. no no <laughs> no not at all <laughs> little, nice little calico Sweet yeah. little thing. No, it's a fucking black cat that's putting yeah. a curse on you. That's crazy, man. So is this so you said you lived about you about an hour away? Um it, it's basically in like in the middle of nowhere, more or less. Yeah. yeah Somewhere, yeah. yeah. The go country roads out to it. It's actually really hard to find if you don't know where you're going. And right. it's basically in the middle of nowhere. Even the for about the last 20 minutes of the journey, you're driving down a small road with just fields on either side, and there might be a house plotted somewhere every five miles or something it's, uh -huh. there's nothing yeah. around it so that definitely adds to the uh the, the ambiance of it now yeah. now level with me man be honest were you were you guys uh were you on anything or were you completely uh <laughs> no actually we actually weren't we were actually uh surprisingly enough very good whenever we were driving we wouldn't yeah we wouldn't take anything very good <laughs> very good just had to establish that for for the listeners not that Honestly, not that that would really discount anything, but uh, nonetheless, uh, just for the record. But yeah, that's interesting, man. You know, the thing is uh, about obviously over there in, in Ireland and in, in Europe, way more old structures yeah. exist. Like that's not even, you know, if you go up in the Northeast here in the States, I'm in Texas, which we barely have anything remains from anything, uh, you know, beyond like 1950 fucking 50 to be honest with you because everything right. the growth is so fast that everything just gets torn down and rebuilt and so everything's really modern so that's super intriguing just to imagine uh you know a fucking 700 year old that yeah. that in itself is is beyond for most americans uh, especially that you know haven't gone a lot of places that's pretty pretty amazing um 
but yeah, man, that's a, that's an amazing story. Uh, but just not to shift gears too abruptly, but I did want to talk a little bit about the music, man. Cause, um, yeah. I, I do like what you're doing. That's really cool. Cause yeah, that is the one thing that, uh, through COVID yeah, man, no concerts. And that's a mm-hmm. huge, uh, I know for me, it, it was a big deal. So I got to ask you, what is your, do you have like a favorite show that you've been to over the years that stands out? Is there one that you yeah. call the, yeah. Yeah. There's actually two. Uh, they're equally as great and I couldn't actually give the number spot number one spot to yeah. either one of them the first one was 2009 it was ACDC and okay. oh man they put on one hell of a show I actually count that as the concert that showed me what a concert should be right like they had this big massive train after crashing through the stage and just uh-huh. like every song was spot on it was actually like listening to the to the studio album you know they didn't miss oh shit the, and uh yeah it's just ingrained in my memory now i could uh i could literally close my eyes and just transport myself back there and feel what i was feeling you know i mm-hmm. could almost tell you the exact spot and uh in the field i was standing the uh the second one it's the same feelings it was metallica in 2019 in slain castle another old castle in oh, Ireland. Shit. That, but, yeah. Uh, yeah slain castle is a legendary spot a legendary rock mm-hmm spot in ireland if you haven't heard of it it's this massive old castle and on the grounds of it every year they put on a rock concert now they've had some of the biggest rock stars in the world like bruce springsteen acdc metallica the list goes on and uh yeah metallica really really rocked it that year it was it was unreal wow that's yeah um yeah, obviously those are two two heavy hitters no, known for their their live shows. But yeah, playing in a um, in that type of environment must be pretty cool too. Uh, yeah. Neither one of those surprise. I I haven't seen either either one of those. Um, most of my favorite uh, shows have been kind of on the smaller side, like right. where you at least expect you know like local clubs and stuff. Probably the. the the crazy well, yeah there's just something about like the so one of the uh, i'm not at this point ready to rank you know and say like whatever but as you were talking about that one that stood out to me which is something there's a you know where where i live in houston is uh pretty close to i mean close as in you know culturally we're only about five hours from new orleans so a lot of people, there's a lot of commonality. A lot of people uh, who live here originate from, because Houston's the biggest uh, city in the south, southern part of the United States. So a lot of people, it has a lot of uh, New Orleans uh, culture here, or people that originate from there. Plus there was the, in 2005, the Katrina uh, hurricane, yeah. I'm sure you heard about, which brought, um, I mean, hundreds of thousands of, of people that originated from New Orleans. So anyway, we had, uh, I think it was a little bit after that time or around that time, there was a, uh, like I said, New Orleans has a really unique uh, kind of culture, especially music. You know, it's mm. Louis Armstrong and jazz and all these things. So there's this, uh, they have these these like brass bands, right? So they all, yeah. all it is, they have drums and then, you know, trombones, tubas, all kinds of shit. But it's like five or six guys uh, called Rebirth uh, Brass Band. And I'm sure probably even my listeners never even heard of this, but it was this small little show and I wasn't even expecting. I just like went with a friend and dude, I'm telling you, like I've never been kicked in the ass by 
uh, a sound. So look it up, Rebirth Brass Band. And you may, you probably won't even get the experience. Like if you just YouTube them, I'm sure there's plenty of stuff. Uh, and it's like a legacy band. It's not really like, you know, whatever, seven guys or something. It's like they, they started probably sometime in the eighties and then people, you know, their sons become members and then it kind of keeps going. But, but anyway, just stuff like that, that I wasn't expecting, uh, probably added to the, the experience. You know what I mean? Cause it's like small club it's packed. So like the, the sound just resonates, you know, as yeah. opposed to um, sometimes those like the festival concerts or the big, you know, open ones, like while it's, yeah, they make it's loud as shit. It's still mm. kind of like, you feel a little bit of it drifts off right <laughs> into yeah, the air yeah. where sometimes in a yeah. smaller club, it's just like, boom, like everything's contained. But anyway, that's, that was on the music side. But uh, so where, where do you, what cities in Ireland are those uh, those concerts you mentioned? Uh, Dublin. They're both in Dublin. Oh, okay. Is that pretty yeah, much where, where most most of the stuff goes down? Like whenever yeah. big acts come? Yeah. Yeah, that would be it really. Um, some of the smaller acts might play Cork. Sometimes even smaller would play Galway. But Dublin would have the most arenas and venues, stuff like that. So they usually all go there. Yeah, very good. And did you, were you a musician yourself? Uh, I wouldn't call myself a musician now. I was uh, back in my teenage years. I was in a couple of bands. All right, I messed around okay. with guitar and <laughs> okay. drums. That counts. That counts. Yeah, I still try to play guitar to this day, but uh, I'd I'm nowhere near classing myself as a musician. Maybe someday. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's always uh, it's never too late. Um, so what do you have any any big um. Uh, you know, anything coming up on the show, on the podcast, uh, uh, you know, you're excited about or anything coming down the pike? Yeah, I've um, I've a couple of bands lined up now and I have a great singer this week called Aliza Hava. She's amazing. She's originally from New York, I think, but she lives in <laughs> in California at the moment. Uh, okay. Then in a couple of weeks time, there's a very, very good Irish band coming on the show. Um, Ooh. They are... Wild Tibetan monks. I had to think about that for a second. It's a great. It's, it's a great uh, name. <laughs> it is. It is. But uh, for some reason, whenever I'm talking about them, I can never get it out. It's like <laughs> I just trip up over it. But yeah, Wild yeah, yeah. Tibetan monks. They're um. They're actually getting a lot of. Uh, they're getting noticed a lot in Ireland at the moment now. Their songs are really getting a lot of airplay and everything. So I reckon okay. next year, the year after, they're going to be massive gonna be good oh well here you go you, you heard it here uh heard it here first uh skip the noise exclusive that no that's cool um obviously you know with with bands and musicians it's always cool to <laughs> to get on the on the ground floor you know what i mean yeah. but yeah, yeah. We'll definitely have to check them out great name i don't know anything else about them but definitely uh, intrigued enough to to look it up so yeah. that's really cool um I think, man, but uh, I, I really appreciate your time, man. Um, and no look for it. You, you know, the one thing I wanted to say, man, that's uh, and I'm sure you found this as well. But through, you know, when I started our show, it was more just, oh, let me put it out there, the podcast. But once I got into particularly Instagram, it's really been cool to, you know, network and, and meet other podcasters that are, you know, doing the same thing with different angles and, and things like that. So, um, yeah, that's, that's really cool, uh, man. I'm glad. That's one of the best things I've noticed actually about podcasting since I started mine is the community of podcasters. You know, right. you meet so many great, great people and it's kind of, it's weird because 
when I started before I joined any of the the groups or met any of the other podcasters, I was like, oh, I'm I won't be accepted. I'm only new. I'm an outsider. But you're right. welcome in straight away, you know. And everyone just they help each other grow. You know, the support there is is unreal. Yeah, absolutely. I've I've noticed that too. Yeah, once I kind of turned a corner, because like I said, my approach at first was like, oh, it's you know, it's obviously I wasn't opposed to networking, but I didn't realize the the impact. Once I kind of just, you know, dived in, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, like I said, and started linking up with, with other people. So, but yeah, it's really cool. Uh, you came on, man. That story was great. Uh, that was exactly what, uh, what I wanted to hear. So you delivered oh, man good. perfectly and, and uh, enjoyed it. absolutely. And we'll stay in touch, man. I'm, yeah. you know, maybe get, get something going down the road. I've, I've actually brought, um, the reason I thought it was interesting, you, uh, like I said, raised your hand and, and took the call I had, well, because of my own now, like I said, I don't consider myself a musician at this point either, but yes, I was in a, a, a local band uh, years ago and actually brought on uh, a few episodes ago, brought on one of my, uh, wasn't in my band, but somebody from the, the scene at the time, as it were. Mm. So that is something I, I want to look because I do have a lot of people in that, uh, with that background and, uh, it's, I always like to bring people on the show kind of like you do. So people can hear them. Yeah. different people that are doing music or music or any kind of creative endeavor. So, uh, you know, good on you, man, for, for, for getting that going. I'm sure the the people you've had on the show are grateful and, uh, and all the ones to come, the, was it yeah. the flying Tibetan monks? Did I, what was it? The, <laughs> uh, wild, <laughs> Tibetan monks. wild Tibet. Okay. They're not flying, but they definitely <laughs> wild, which, yeah. uh, so look for them. I know I will. That's like I said, the name's good enough to, to hook me. So once again, Brian, Hey, thank you so much for coming on, man. I'm glad we made it happen. And uh, absolutely. We'll look forward to hearing from you soon. You too. All right. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Take care, man.